0: Hi Damien Christoph here and Marcus Pierce here after you listen to this Wellness Couch podcast make sure you strap on your early bird wellness cape and head over to thewellnesssummer.com and book your early bird tickets tickets are going like hotcakes and why wouldn't
1: they be because two days of powerhouse wellness featuring the up for a chat girls the new couch rock star Kyle Brock the natural nutritionist Steph Lowe our beautiful special guest Nat Kringoudis quirky Joe Whitten Marcus Pierce, MP our brother the wellness
0: guys and more should not be missed Get ready for some serious wellness, inspiration, education, extrapolation, information, fermentation and so much more. Head to thewellnesssummit.com and book your tickets now.
1: You're listening to the One Minute Mindfulness Show with Vicki Kelly and Natalie MacGyver.
0: This is the One Minute Mindfulness Show where we explore the life-enhancing power of paying attention and, of course, everyday ways to strengthen our capacity for mindfulness. I'm Vicki Kelly.
1: And I'm Natalie McIver.
0: It's a welcome to the show, episode six, I think now. Isn't six,
1: right? yes. We're flying along, getting some, yeah. some great material together.
0: Some great material and some great feedback. And, you know, the thing that I love the most, Natalie, is that, with every every show, we gain, um, we we grow our Om community, <laughs> and what that means is that people are out there practicing their one minute mindfulness um, tools and exercises in their lives, and that's how. And so it's amazing that we get to do this every every other week. Amazing that I get to share time with you every other week, and you you remind me um, of uh of what i what i need to do to be more mindful which which is very cool um, just because we've got some some more shows now what we're finding is we're getting some questions
1: yeah um, yeah some... we've had have had some really great um great questions of people of people saying hey really love the show it's really making them wake up and think about the the moments in their day and how they're filling them or overfilling them but they're also wondering, Vicky. Well, what do they do when they switch off all their technology and stay away from the computer? What do you do in that space? They're a little bit lost. How, how can we lead them with a, with a couple of suggestions on how to to enjoy the power of the pause a little more?
0: Isn't Isn't it ironic? What do I do when I'm doing nothing? I can't do nothing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting. You know, once once we get once we get to move beyond the digital twitch, that twitch yeah. of of um, nomophobic response to n- not having a device in front of us, or really not having anything to do. And you know, our our show today is is about busyness and about that uh, the way that we road runner through our lives. Mm. And and yet, ironically, a lot of the questions and comments and feedback has been around. So if we're doing this, you know, if we're unplugging, if we're removing devices from our lives for, for some parts of our day or our week what do we what do we replace it with what do we fill it up with mm. and it's it's a real um, it's a real awakening to what we've actually become we've become distraction addicted uh, systems of if we're not doing anything we feel unworthy we feel lazy, we feel inadequate, and yet 20, 25, 30 years ago, on a Sunday when shops weren't open, we couldn't go to the shops, we couldn't, we didn't have all of this uh, technology at our fingertips. We had to rest, reflect, relax, be with ourselves, be with our thoughts.
1: Be with our families. Be with each be, other.
0: <laughs> be with our families. Be with totally with each other. Mm-hmm. Watching the grass grow, um, laying on our backs, looking and making pictures with clouds in the sky. There's no contemplative time now mm-hmm. because we, we can fill it up. So my, my short answer to that is try doing nothing just for a minute. You will get used to it. You may even grow to love it. You'll be reminded of the essence and brilliance of nothingness. You'll get to know your body a whole lot more. And that's one of the, you know, we talk about the breath as a cornerstone. And the the easiest way, the absolute easiest way to mindfulness is just to focus on something that you're doing right now. And that's why the breath is so effective. We're breathing all the time. And so when we can call our attention back to just the activity, if you're wanting to do something, bring and call your attention back to focusing on and spotlighting your awareness on your breath, not trying to change it or control it, Just watching the rise and fall of your breath, noticing the air passing across the back of your throat as you inhale, noticing the release as you exhale and just doing that for one minute as you unplug or at the very least before you launch back into your emails or your phone or your texts. Or whatever your um, little addiction preference is just delaying that for a minute and pausing in the moment and calling all of your attention simply to your breath mm. noticing noticing the digital twitch noticing that feeling of of craving to get back into your technology which was certainly one of the comments was gee I didn't realize how much i crave my phone or crave having to check my likes on facebook or scrolling having to you know going back into my email back into my email back into my email constantly looking for reply you know we want we want immediate gratification now and immediate gratification isn't even quick enough
1: mm. And I noticed that when um, I was in Bali recently, and, and in fact, any time that I travel, and, and Vicky, you're traveling quite a lot at the moment with your work, you know, there's areas where there's no internet or you're on transport, etc. But the minute people get near an internet cafe or, or a cafe with free internet, out come the laptops, the iPads, the iPhones, and everybody's checking in to see what everybody else is doing somewhere else. And every cafe, they're not, looking, they're not looking around, they're just, you know, it's just all this still on autopilot, even when they go on holidays, there's just maybe some stretches in between uh, checking in and hooking into technology due to uh, internet um, restrictions, but it's still a habit there to check in and see if you've missed anything on that flight over there, that six hour flight over there, what did, the, what did the rest of the world on Facey do while you were in the air?
0: exactly we're afraid of missing something and even even when we can't be connected in that way we're not even even at that moment we're not we're still not dropping in and connecting with ourselves we're still we're either worried about what we're going what we've missed out there Mm. So we're creating anxiety and, and a stress response, a low-grade stress response in our system. Instead of being able to, as I said, that easiest way to mindfulness is just focusing on something that you're doing right now. And it might be sitting and waiting. Yeah. Just focus on that.
1: Yeah.
0: Focus on, on driving, you know, on the commute, if we're commuting either by plane or bus or train or in the car, how about just for one minute dropping into that experience and focusing on that? What we know based on research is that when, we're, when our mind is wandering, when it's out there wandering, which is about half the time. So about half the time our mind is, is off wandering on something else or somewhere else. And it's away from where it is and what it is or who it is we're with at that time. So it's about half the time that our mind is wandering. Mm. And what we know from research, and it's um, Matt Killingsworth's research out of the Greater Good Centre in Berkeley, is that when our mind is wandering, we're not as happy as when we're present. So every time our mind wanders... Uh, the, this, in, in this study, it was reported that we're actually less happy. So if for no other reason than you want to be happier, call your attention back whenever you can think of it, even just for that one minute. Call it back. Focus on something that you're doing right now. Of course, the breath is the easiest easiest way to do that. So in answer to that question, Natalie, of um, what can I do when I unplug? Just look at what you're doing right now, and call your attention back to that very thing. Whether it's your breath, whether it's your commuting in traffic, whether it's your brushing your teeth, and um, try that with the opposite hand. I know that people have done that, have said, "Wow, that is actually an incredible experience to pay attention mm. to something that I'm doing that I do every single day." And it's you know, it's looking for those moments to inform your mindfulness practices.
1: So Vicky, do you think we can has anybody, will we be able to ever pinpoint what it was or when it was that we changed into this busy buzzing society? It can't all be because technology has evolved so fast. It can't just be that some devices appeared on the market. We must have as a human race been starting to speed up, starting to pay less attention before iPads and iPhones yeah, and, I mean, and technology came
0: yeah. along. Yeah, and it's interesting and it's sort of, you know, it, the chicken or the egg and when did it start? Mm, and, yeah. And it, the, the the practice of meditation or mindfulness was, you know, born out of the Buddhist movement many, many thousands of years ago and now we have um, this, you know, the contemplative world moving into the Western world partly by necessity but partly because for for many people the you know the the idea of god as a religion doesn't necessarily make sense anymore to to some people and and I'm not here to have a a religious debate on that it just for some people it doesn't it doesn't make sense and yet this idea of that you know the romance of this contemplative world seems to make a whole lot more sense uh, for, for necessity, because people are, are looking to want to slow down, but also because they're wanting to bring purpose and meaning back into their lives, mm. and so uh, I think when when we began to, you know, the industrial the industrial age certainly I think was was a catalyst when we started to um, make things a commodity when we started to make life a commodity health a commodity and monetize everything then we became um greedy in a way and we became a craving a race of 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 craving and wanting and yearning and I think that just hijacked our attention in a way that now we're just out there striving for for more we want more more success more more technology. We want to consume as much as we can. And now we, we consume at the rate of a roadrunner. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, thankfully, though, and certainly in in my world, the, the emerging sciences are really f- uh, refocusing their energy and, and attention in, in a major way back into this contemplative world. And so uh, the, the contemplative world is now informing the business practices, and so m- many. Just last week, I was with a, a group of executives who are recognising that, you know, it, it can't just be about profit. It can't be about profit. They're redefining and uh, yeah, redefining their relationship with profit and the bottom line, and turning their attention back to people
1: wow.
0: and to the planet which is really heartening for people like me who have, you know, seen this unravelling of uh, the world and the planet, which is, you know, it's the way the world is at the moment. It's it's not good for relationships. It's not good for people. It's, it's terrible for the polar bears, um, bad for our planet, and yet there's this emerging uh, movement which is expanding and not quite as fast as technology, but it is expanding, and it's calling people's attention back to to what's important to a more meaningful life to a slower paced life to a reflective life and certainly this you know my life's work and and a huge part of my passion is is not necessarily you know the, the tradition or the 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 essence of of the buddha however that informs much of our contemplative work, and so when it started, uh, I don't know. I mean, we could debate that for days. Mm-hmm. However, I think the catalyst has been the industrial age. The catalyst has been technology, in a way. And there will always be something. There will always be something. And technology is moving and expanding so quickly that uh, you know, there's there's not a lot there's not a lot that we can do about that yeah we can always, um, just
1: losing you a little bit there at the moment Vicky we've just lost Vicky for a minute there maybe she's taking a moment to pause and then she'll come back let's hope she jumps back on uh there there I think I hear a rustling she might come on in <laughs> What's um, really, what's really interesting is that every time before the show uh, we come together, Vicky and I have a good chat about our lives, what's going on, what research we've read that week, etc. And you know, this week I pat- proudly brought her a little bit of research I'd found on some statist- statistics around how um, how often we use and check into our technology, etc. And Vicky tells me that that information is
0: already outdated
1: so that's how fast it's going here she is do you go and have a cup of love
0: it's it's technology you see I was I was speaking ill of it and it
1: (laughs) there you go you watch that usually you shut my internet my whole power of my house down when you do things (laughs) like that so so just hang in there um did you hear that I was saying that 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 research that information that I gave you about this morning about um how often the average person picks up their mobile phone and checks it as every four minutes and you tell me that's already out out of um out of date that material
0: it's you know it's it's so amazing that research comes out and and we know we know that we're getting um totally immersed into this technology and it's it's um just invading all parts of our body mind and soul and the research keeps coming back and i i don't I think there's not a day that goes by that something that there's not more research expanding and changing, and you know people are checking their their emails every ninety seconds currently which wow. which you know that the research that you're that you're citing I think is around two thousand eleven two thousand and twelve wow. you know just a few years later we're checking it sort of every other minute, and so we're Um, on multiple devices now and it's not just one We're we're so plugged in and hooked in that i think tomorrow there'll be more more research to say that it's you know every 10 seconds it's just expanding at a rate of knots and that's not going to change and there are absolute amazing benefits of that but what we can do is call our attention back and and natalie i i love i love um these times with you because it gives me the opportunity to, to reflect with myself. And I've, I was saying to you before this call, I've been up since 2.30 this morning because I'm on a different, I'm on um, Californian time, but I'm in, in New Zealand. And so I've really, I've, I've done a day's work. And it's these these shows and is and it's just a constant reminder that how easy it is to hurdle myself out of control.
1: Yeah, because, you know, technically you've done a day's work now. <clears throat> so I'd like to be hearing you tell me that you're about to go and have, you know, your morning tea or your lunch and <laughs> maybe have a nap, read a book, take a walk, etc. cetera. But, um, you know, I think it's ironic. The more I talk to you about the moments of pause <laughs> and, and the badge of busyness, the, the busier you are telling me you are. So lucky within that busyness, I know and you know, that you've got all these one-minute um, practices that actually bring you back into the present, and, and, and I love that it's... you um, that you do that. You you stay on track within the busyness because I think that's something that that our listeners will really respond to. They can't switch their lives off entirely, and that would send them into a exactly. major
0: panic. That's, that is exactly right, and that's how essentially how my. Uh, World shifted from uh, you know my my early practices of of, of meditation and and my early contemplative uh, practice and dedication was Vipassana and that's you know born out of the the Buddhism movement and it was ten days of checking out of the world and I couldn't do that once I got married and had children and got mortgages and got a you know got a real job. <laughs> <laughs> And so I had to find ways to still be able to uh, create a, a contemplative space in my because uh, because I was in love with that side of myself and I and and I really loved the idea of being able to uh, meditate. Yet, unless I was, you know, ten days was was a long time, and so it went from ten days to a few hours to to then taking uh, my work in hypnotherapy and and, being, and doing my best to try and apply that with people in a clinical way and nobody wanted to meditate even for 20 minutes. You know, it was sort of like how am I going to find another 20 minutes? So I, I chunked it down and, and through social experiment went, okay, what if I got them to do one minute or less or just a breath? And and over the last 10 to 15 years what we're finding is the, the traditions and the principles of uh, the the practice of, of meditation that let's say came out of the, the Buddhist movement, um, as it, it as much as those traditions are, are really important and people that study that uh, you know will will hold them as key, there are things that we can do and apply in our modern world that can still give us benefits. And so, you know, this one minute time came out of working with people with eating disorders on all ends of the spectrum, you know, from um, obesity right through to anorexia and bulimia. And I knew that if I could get these people paying attention just for a minute, they would just naturally make better choices. Because when we're mindful, the emerging sciences are now telling us when we're mindful, one, we make better choices, two, we're happier. We're just happier. And every time we can bring and call our attention back, we're strengthening that capacity for happiness, kindness, resourcefulness, resilience, all of the things that are not available to us in our stressed out, busy, tired and wired states. And so apart from the the romantic notion of meditation and, and being in Zen and being in these, these amazing states, there's significant... Um, biological physical emotional and chemical benefits of strengthening our capacity for mindfulness so what i do now essentially is these one minute or less practices in my own life because i saw how amazing it was for the people that i worked with and that so it was really by default and by accident that it came about and now this is in, because of the benefits I saw in my own life, but also in the lives of, of the people that I work with. That's my my life's passion and my life's work is to get this message out to people that it does you don't have to be uh, you know in a dedicated practice of twenty minutes, half an hour, ten days. You can one mindful breath a day if you did that for the rest of your life is going to make a difference it it has a compounding effect on your system and truly makes a difference not only for you but for the people that you interact with for our relationships every single day and i could talk about the romantic notion of this forever natalie it's just (laughs) it's it's life changing for people that that experience it and put it into practice and it, it totally. I think I said to you at the beginning of the day of of our conversation today that I have had a uh, a relatively fast paced eight hours where I've been writing and working and um, taking care of lots of things that I needed to in the last um, number of hours, and yet I decided at you know nine o'clock this morning that my life today would inform my practice. And so I've dedicated every half hour to a one-minute mindfulness practice, whether it's my breath, whether it's noticing if I'm walking, whether it's I'm in the car, I'm going to be attentive to my driving, whether it's just noticing the feelings and sensations in my body. I have scheduled that in and this is where your devices can be useful. I've set an alarm a half-hour alarm alarm in my uh, phone that will remind me and call my attention back to this one minute. And so it's not about not being busy and, and checking out, which is, you know, a number of years ago it was sort of like, oh, well, what we'll do is we'll, we'll go hard every single day for three months and then we'll check out because we we get sick or we have a life event or we whatever. And then we'll jump back into life and check back in and go hard for the next few weeks or months until our body um, shuts us down again. It doesn't have to be like that. You can l- allow your busyness or your – I like to term it, and it's a, it's a John Kabat-Zinn who's sort of the the, fourth, the, the, the father of mindfulness, um, modern-day mindfulness. He says, hasten slowly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I see that all too often in my practice, Vicky, that that people just push and push and push and push. They run around with this badge of business on there. They're accomplishing so much. They're up at three. They're on flights at four. They're working six days a week. And, and then they get sick or something very big, life altering, like a an illness or a death in the family or something like that happens. They lose their job. They lose their relationship. And then it's it's not only are they big events to manage ordinarily, but when you've been running on this stress factor and this adrenaline and going so fast and then then that big event pulls you up, it's like hitting a brick wall. It's like there's nowhere for all that energy that's used to being expended to go. You've got to be fully present to the, the challenge or the pain or the drama or the illness that you're within in that moment. What if we can just... You know prevent this what if we can slow down in anticipation and take those those breaks throughout our day those those minutes those moments throughout our day how can that affect us long term in creating a a different habit so that we're not kind of building up to all of these big explosions and then getting over it and then dragging ourselves back up again only to face the next one it's got to be a better way
0: and the the thing is, life happens, and it's it's not you know it, it's not this uh, search for nirvana. Our, our our daily lives, including our sufferings, can be nirvana. And when we're when we're in um, reaction and stress and overwhelm, even low grade, we move out of our resourceful selves. So we shut down all of our learning centers. Our um, resilience centres, our health, our immune system shuts down when we're in stress, all of our creativity shuts down when we're in stress, and it's only when we can call our attention back and just be with the moment, whatever it is, that focusing on something that you're doing right now, right in this very moment, get away from the past and the future and call your attention back. When we do that, even just... For a moment we open up the channels for being more resourceful for being more resilient we open up the channels for our immune system to respond in a, in a more effective way we open up our creativity centers we open up uh, we flood our system with happy hormones of um and bonding hormones we are naturally in that state of mindfulness we're just a whole lot more resourceful when we're running on empty and that's essentially what lots of us do every single day when we're running on empty not only are are all of those resourceful um systems shut down we're taking away from our ability to be able to be resourceful in the future Mm. when life shows up because life does show up. Life life happens and it's and you know, I I've said this in the past, it's easy to be mindful and kind and compassionate and and contemplative when things are going our way. When life is, you know, when we're on a roll. The rubber meets the road when things aren't going our way and we we have we're running on empty and we've got nothing left to give to this situation this life event this relationship, this episode that has occurred. and what I what I know to be true particularly the last couple of years in uh, of my life have had some significant uh, life challenges and if I didn't have this uh, mindful practice, I'm not sure how I would have got through it as effectively as, as I have. With, with my um, self-worth and my uh, loving kindness and my relationships intact. And so it, it's certainly a practice that um, from ex- noticing it with other people but also experiencing it in my own world when I was in, in some deep life events, when I could pull on these resources, just these one-minute resources, because sometimes... Sometimes it was all I could do to breathe for a minute. Mm. Uh, they absolutely work. they absolutely work
1: and it is about it's about knowing these little practices so that you've got like your little toolbox there and and of course. Your own self mastery over the moments in your life, so that that's your trigger to go. Hang on a minute. This is the perfect time. While I'm feeling super busy here and got a deadline, and the phones are running off the hook, and I've got to answer all of these messages, this is the time that I need to actually stop and disconnect for a minute. And,
0: and that's use one the of the tools. We don't. And yeah. that's the point. We absolutely don't. Because when when we're super busy as you said when we're super busy we're multitasking our way through the world we're totally distracted and consumed by what's going on around us unless unless we have um, an anchor a reminder an alarm to call our attention back particularly when we when we haven't particularly when we haven't um, built our practice and strengthened our practice, we have to create reminders because otherwise the day, the busyness of our day just reminds reminds us of how busy we need to be. And so our environment and the people around us and our habits and, and um, practices remind us of who we used to be. So if we're wanting to, from this day forward, move in a different way, if we're wanting to you know, shift busy to um, brilliance okay. and in a more temperate rhythm, then we have to create some um, reminders, some anchors to be able to do that. So that, so that in, when we're immersed in that business that we've created, some have created, most of us, uh, we can wake up and go, oh, okay, I can take a breath here. Yes, that's So that comes with setting our alarms, with making sure that we're, um, you know, first thing in the morning, the way, the way that we start our day, is the way that we live our day. If we start our day on rush, nine times out of ten, that's the way we're going to live our day. If we start our day with a few mindful breaths, then we're more likely to pick those up as a familiar friend along the rest of the day than if we start our day uh, rushing behind schedule in busy mode. Because if we, if we wake up and the first thing we do is go, ah, oh, my God, we're late and turn up that sympathetic dial really quickly, then that's that's essentially where we're at. That's how we live our day, in that reactive, unresourceful self. Versus when we wake up in the morning, if just for a minute we take the time to call our attention to those few mindful breaths, we're then more likely to liberate that throughout our day and create that essence of awareness um, at, at intervals throughout our day,
1: and let's see how our day unfolds. Um, so, I'd like to I'd like to invite all of our listeners to to maybe be a little bit more aware this week, in the in the coming weeks, until you check back into our show again, and uh, be aware of how many times you would automatically go to check your phone, and and as you reach for it, that awareness, just stop, put the phone down. Can we pause every half hour or every hour? And just connect back to our breath. Can we focus on monotasking one thing at a time fully present? Imagine Monotasking
0: (laughs) is the new black.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Love it, monotasking one thing at a time. And let's just create some 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 self-awareness, some self-mastery over our our fading attention and our distraction, etc. And be aware, master it and create new habits. And and I think we'll be seeing and, and and hearing through our Facebook page and various forms of feedback that people are starting to notice really quickly how their day unfolds differently and how they actually feel within themselves by having this awareness and bringing themselves back to that present moment. I think they can all do it. What do you reckon, I, Vicki? I think they can all absolutely do it.
0: There's some great. There's some great little tips that you can do. You could wear. Um, you could. You could wear if you're a, a jewelry wearer, for instance. You could wear three three uh, bangles on your left hand in the morning and the aim is to get them to your right hand by the evening and use that as a meditative one-minute mindfulness practice. Every time you think of it, take one bangle off your left hand mindfully and put it onto your right hand. Mm.
1: I wonder if people will be able to start giving us some of their own mindfulness Techniques, one-minute mindfulness techniques that they can create and share those on our Facebook page. That'd be pretty cool. I'd like to learn some more. That'd be pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Brush brush your teeth with your opposite hand. Do that. Um, Set an alarm in your phone. Focus on your breath. Focus on your walking. The eye contact, that's been a really popular one. Smiling. Actually make eye contact with someone and smile. Offer them... A smile and invite them to do the same
1: let's make the world a happier place one moment one minute at a time hey? one minute at a time <laughs> and that brings us to the end of another brilliant show it's always so much fun um, listening and learning alongside of you Vicky it's it's a great contribution and I'm sure everybody that's listening to the shows are loving it as well so how can they get more of us
0: oh, well there's lots of ways to stay connected and, and we're Expanding along with technology, I think every single show. So you can go to our website uh, www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash OMM and on. There, which is the Wellness Couch, you'll find a growing number of absolutely amazing shows and some outstanding people on the couch who are totally dedicated to supporting you in your wellness adventure, wherever you find yourself. Or you can go onto Facebook and like us. Natalie, what's our little tag on Facebook? It's
1: O-M-M. So, Facebook.com forward slash O-M-M.
0: And there's some great... Uh, every week, we're posting some great articles and some of the latest research on uh, contemplative science. Uh, there's some cool, some cool uh, tips and tools on there, and certainly there's some there's uh, some great feedback. And if you're wanting to post questions and or comments, we're on there regularly. Uh, Natalie's a lot uh, better with technology than I am. <laughs> um, However, she's she's guiding me through that, and so that's a, that's a work in progress. Uh, work in progress. And if you do like this show, and I know that you absolutely love it, please go now and post it or tweet it or share it with your online community. And do go and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. So until next time, um, get on to your. May your uh, life inform your Om practice uh, through your breath through your smile, through your eyes. And may you live, love, parent, and serve through your beautiful, connected, and mindful heart. Take
1: care. See you next show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch,
0: streaming wellness into your lives.